Welcome to The Blueprint. I'm your host, Britt Wills. Every week, I sit down with creatives to have conversations about their work and their process. I talk with musicians, comedians, filmmakers, actors, culinary artists, content creators, fashion designers, and so many other creative individuals about the art they create and how they got started. The goal is to provide useful information that you can apply to your own creative projects. Why am I doing this? Well, because I've tried to make lots of things. None of them actually worked, so I decided to sit down with people who turn their creative passions into their career. Whether it's full-time or still a side hustle, they're actually doing it to learn how they got started and to provide you with a guide on how you can too. I hope you enjoy. And again, this is The Blueprint. Today, I'm sitting down with Jameson, a hip hop artist from New York, formerly known as Pat Solo. I got the chance to talk with him about his music and about finding your voice and sharing it with the world, regardless of what anyone may think of it. I hope you enjoy. How's it going, man? Thanks for coming out. I'm good. How are you? Good. Excited to have you here. Looking forward to chatting with you and learning more about your new project. Can you start by telling us a little bit about yourself and how you got started in music? So I've been making music for a long time uh, here and there, like in the beginning, just testing stuff out. Uh, High school, like I just started the whole like, you know, white boy rapper Mac Miller phase like you know I think a lot of you know artists went through that like if you weren't you know hood or you weren't like from you know you know where these like rapper rappers were from like you know you weren't getting really a lot of respect like early on and so later we found out like there's artists talented from all walks of life like all different like places and stuff and so I just started like getting comfortable in my skin started like building a fan base like up in college uh, under the moniker like Pat Solo and so I started getting some fans and stuff on there and basically, you know, was going kind of in a direction though that I I didn't really like vibe with as much. You know, like I was proud of it, but at the same time I felt like I was growing up and my sound was changing and my music wasn't reflecting it and I was making more music for other people. Okay, yeah. So when you say your music wasn't reflecting it, is that like when we were talking earlier and you were saying you were getting more to like the pop kind of sound? Yeah, like so I started out as a rapper, rapper, just like rapping over like Ninth Wonder beats, like old school, like old school stuff. And then so I just started like listening to my music and I'm like, you know what? I don't know if I would listen to this, you know, like I like it, but... I don't know if this is what I would put on, and, like, I really want to be making music that I would put on, you know, because it's for me, too, you know? I mean, I I felt like I was... You make music for yourself, and, you know, you make it for your fans as well, but, like, if you don't even like it, you know, your fans, like, how are they supposed to like it, you know? Exactly. You got to definitely be 100% behind what you're putting out, and and that reflects in the music, Yeah, exactly. And so my heart stopped, you know, slowly but surely was, like, kind of falling out of it, and... I wanted to change, but I didn't feel like my image, I didn't feel like anything that I had right then and there was going to reflect like a genuine, you know, change. So I don't know. I just started going through some 
really bad stuff like in my life personally you know relationship wise like you know professionally just money making stuff like going broke like after going out to cali with like a whole bunch of money and blowing it all and just doing stuff like that and so that's why the environment definitely can get you caught up and exactly (laughs) hence the new name lost angeles which is the new ep it's all about getting lost in this city because you can get big here (laughs) you can get big here and you can get lost like hard definitely i uh totally agree with you you know your environment and the places you frequent and the people you spend your time with can really have a huge impact on you personally like yourself so can you tell me who jameson is now that you've realize that you wanted to make this change and kind of go a different direction with your music so the best way i think i can put it is pat solo was a boy and jameson's the man uh jameson's like much more confident uh in who i am not to other people just internally like i was a lot more insecure as pat solo always worrying about like what i'm wearing the right thing like just certain things like that and now jameson's more confident more sure of himself more um, deeper, more emotional, uh, not even same emotional levels, but just like, I'm not afraid to, to say it now. Like, I'm not afraid to put it on a song. Like half the, you know, project may be breakup songs or half, you know, the project may be about an ex or something like that. And like, that's like, I don't care, you know, like as long as, cause it's not for anybody. I just hope they enjoy it. You know what I'm saying? I made this whole project just right. for me. It's like therapy for right, me. Right. So speaking of confidence and coming into your own and saying, I'm going to make this change, I'm going to do this for me. How did you get to that point comfortably? Because not just artists, like people in general struggle with that. Yeah. So I struggled with it for a really long time, Uh, probably years, you know, like I thought I I, honestly to get to that point, I feel like you got to get to your lowest point. And I got to my lowest point that I'd ever felt in my confidence and my security in myself and all that stuff due to a million different factors, not just one specifically, just not feeling my music, you know, again, personal things, you know, missing my family is like all 3000 miles away. So like, I don't really have my support. My support system is my music relationships. And that's about it in a, you know, in this big city. So and even though sometimes can be finicky. And, yep. Yeah. And you don't know who's really there for you. I mean, now I do, you know, and stuff. But you really have to get to your lowest point to get to that confidence back, I think. Yeah. But once you get it back, you'll never lose it again. Like, I'm at a point <laughs> where I will never get to that point again. I think yeah. you only need to do it one time. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, so it sounds like you're in a really great place right now, which is wonderful. And you, I'm sure we're going to hear it on the EP. Are there any... Are there any features you're excited about? I mean, I have uh, right now, as of right now, the only feature that I'll say is um, Alec King. Uh, He's a really, really talented kid uh, out of Cali. Um, He's originally from Colorado uh, and stuff. Uh, He's a really talented writer. Um, He's got a whole big EP coming out. Um, He's on my track Overdose, um, which is like about, you know, girls and la who love to go too hard uh yeah and then um i have a couple more features but i'm still working you know like we're still working on which tracks we're gonna do and stuff Mm -hmm. but um i'll i'll be posting more about those but um the tracks i don't think we're gonna have more than five or six uh we gotta cut it down because i have like 15 or so but uh yeah the tracks are gonna be basically the the summary of the ep is getting through hard shit, you know, 
um, basically get into bad relationships. Like that's a big key. Like yeah. in people's lives, I mean, you'll you'll see in you know Drake's music and a lot of artists that reflect their personal lives. Like relationships can destroy your motivation to do anything. So I basically I vent a lot on the track about that. Um, but at the end of the day, like it all comes back to me. You know, like it's not too like like it's about that, but in the end, like all the verses, all the choruses, like all the theme always comes back to I'm who I am now and I'm doing what I need to do. So it really doesn't matter, you know? Ooh, okay, all right, yeah, I feel you. Cut him, kick him to the curb. So <laughs> so who did you link up with uh for production on that? So the production is by Playhouse. Um yeah. so they they're like, you know, we most producers that I connect with, uh, other than being like from LA or back home in New York, are you know online, SoundCloud, you know, you're messaging people and stuff like that. And they have like some guys will send you like their link to their catalog to your email and shit. So I basically was going through like you know some beats and like I'm really particular about my beats. Like one thing, like a lot of some artists like to build songs, like they like to build the beat as they make the song, you know? And I'm more of the guys like, I trust producers so much in what they do that I don't need to micromanage how they build a beat. You know what I'm saying? So I like when producers bring me, you know, not maybe finished, finished beats, but just beats that are pretty much like their soul's already in it, you know? Like their touch is already on it. They sprinkled their ID on it. Mm -hmm. So I just want to, Com, you know, combine, put my verse on it, put my hook, put my words to it. And I feel like it always makes a better product rather than I sit there, change it, you know, change this, maybe little modifications. But I never like was one of those guys who was like, oh, send me the skeleton because I don't really like this part, this part or this part. Yeah. So so I've linked up with Playhouse. Um, they have two more songs, I think, on the EP. Uh, you know, they're really talented. It's a group of guys, like a collective. Um, and yeah, On My Way is like basically, it's most pop song like on the, on the, uh, project. Yeah. It's basically like, it need, I needed a single, like I needed a song say, that comes right off. That, so I totally why yeah. I, needed, yeah. I needed a song that we could bump, like, you know, getting ready for summer, like getting, going out, yeah. like, you know, anybody can mess with it. Like, even if you like rap, if you like singing, like, I really wanted to give you a song that you could bounce to, but it was still hip hop with that new, like, my new, like, vibe to it. Yeah, yeah. So, how has it been changing from Pat Solo to Jameson, speaking of your new vibe and still appealing to your original fans while growing a new fan base? Absolutely. So, I feel like every artist will go through one crazy transformation in their career. Like, mm -hmm. You may not you may witness it or you may not like we have tons of artists that make it big off their first name and then you know later they change their moniker they change their you know yeah. but a lot of artists will go through one change so i feel like it's necessary to have at least one i don't i mean maybe not everyone has it but i feel like it's pretty necessary maybe if you don't necessarily change your name yeah. but they change their style like you know like kid cuddy did like this whole vibe for a while and then he just hit a wall and he creatively just went in a completely different direction like even Drake, like if you listen to Drake's early oh, stuff and then takes a cut to a totally different, like Kanye, like I could go for oh, days, yeah. oh, like yeah. with all the guys who just kind of completely get tired of the music that they're making and And that's change. also why they're where they're at in their careers. Exactly. You know I mean? Because they know like, okay, this is kind of hitting the plateau and I'm also growing myself. So it's time to show that in my music. Yeah, know? exactly. So mm -hmm. basically that's important. Uh, yeah. I would say 
if you when you do make the change don't make it half-assed don't make up some name that you just think sounds cool like make sure it's a real you know moment it should be almost like an epiphany you know Jaden Smith was talking about how Sire the name came to him just sitting down one time and like he knew instantly that that was going to be the name of the project like okay. that's exactly how it was with Los Angeles for me and so it was with Jameson I was having a, a conversation um I won't you know, say his name on here, but it was a guy from Interscope and we were having a meeting just about my music and my direction and like where I was gonna go and how I was kind of hung up and stuck in my situation. Yeah. And he said to me, you know, he asked me my name and I told him, you know, my, my real name's Patrick Jameson. Mm -hmm. And so he goes, Jameson, that's like a solid name. Like yeah. that's like, that just sounds like a star name, you know? And I'm like, I never even thought about it. Jameson's what my coaches called me. My teachers called me like all wow. through high school. Okay. So it was actually like not the first time that people called me Jameson. Mm -hmm. I actually was called Jameson all through high school. I just never thought about it like yeah. that, you know? Mm -hmm. And so this time I was like, Pat Solo, like I was getting so tired of the monarch. I was getting so tired of the name. And then it just hit me. Jameson is perfect. And yeah. literally that day I changed all my social media after that conversation that I had with that individual and basically it changed everything my sound and, and once you commit just commit like just and since then I've gotten tattoos all over my arms like I dyed okay. my hair like I pierced <laughs> my nose dye, yeah, yeah thanks and I, I kind of like I've had people look at this new music video clips and they're like where's Pat Solo like you, <laughs> like did you kill him like yeah, where yeah. did he go like he disappeared like this guy Jameson just came out of nowhere so I just I kind of like that okay yeah so when you're in the studio you're writing and you're putting these ideas together who's who's uh, doing the engineering for you at this point so um I work with uh one of my best friends uh, his name's Luke Baker he's like a really talented uh artist producer engineer like he can do it all and he's only 19 so like he's yeah he's really uh on his shit and so um, we linked out linked up a couple years ago on some creative things like for him and his creative direction because I also like do creative direction for other artists in the yeah, industry and stuff like that, that and so uh, so yeah so I work really closely with him uh, we he records you know 99% of my stuff and like we mix and like we have my settings and like everything like so he I feel real comfortable I really don't like going to a million different studios recording with a million different people all the time yeah. I record best in my comfortable environment, like with the people that I know that like, you know, I can hit notes or crack, you know, like all yeah. those things. And I just can kind of get out all my creative, like, you know, you know, whatever idea that I have, I can get it out and just like not even worry about being not judged on it, but just like he understands the process. I, I totally understand. That's something that like I struggled with with my music because I was always like, man, like I feel like if I go somewhere, I have to have it down solid and, you know, and that's the time where you should be working it out and you know so I exactly was, yeah. that's how you grow as an artist making mistakes or like doing a song or like having cuts like you start to learn how your voice works like I can remember like the first couple of years of recording I hated my voice like I hated yeah. the sound of it I hated everything about it and then slowly but surely you start to find tones and the way you say things and you're like actually this sounds kind of tight and yeah. then you just start you like sticking to the yeah you stick to that uh-huh yeah, so you were saying you guys connected because you were helping him with creative direction with some things he's got going on. Can you tell me about the company you started? Yeah, so I started a company called Brand New um, a couple of years ago. Again, never really planned on starting a business. Like, I, <laughs> I just started making artwork, so I do all my own artwork. Like, okay. 
So all the artworks for the new uh, project, like I hand painted them and like digitized them and did them all like myself. Like I, all the like the ideas behind them were me. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never had another artist do artwork for me. Like I like my whole career. Like that's one thing that's I always prided like myself. Yeah, so every single artwork I've ever had, like, I've done, and, like, I kind of, like, always have done that behind the scenes, you know, when I was in high school and college and stuff, and I needed money to, you know, to pay for gas to get to my shows and, like, you know, do stuff like that. Uh, So I always did that. So this business, like, I started bumping into artists, and they'd say, who did your artwork? And I'd say, you know, I did, and they'd be like, oh, can you do one for me? I'll throw you some bread for it. I'm like, yeah, sure. So slowly but surely, like, every artist that I worked with at all would be telling me, like, I'd like you to do the artwork. So slowly but surely, I had, like, 10, 15 people hitting me up, like, on a regular basis for artwork every couple weeks. And I was like, why don't I just give this thing a name and a business and start, you know, having that on the side? And, like, that could fund, you know, my music. It could fund my life. Even if I'm not popping, popping as an artist, I can still live semi-popping because my business is popping, you know? So, like, I just started... Exactly. And I can't tell you how many music relationships started with me doing graphics first. And then they say, oh, wow, like, what song were you just playing? I'm like, oh, that was me. And they're like, oh, word, play that again. And then, like, and then next thing you know, there's a collab or, like, there's something, like, we're vibing on an artist level. And that happens so many times. And that's a really great way to build that relationship, too, instead of just, like, trying to push, you know, Mm -hmm. your music on them and get them to listen to it. Because everybody's busy with their own thing. You know what I mean? It's like... So yeah, that, that's really exactly. Mm-hmm. It's a nice little finesse, yeah, <laughs> especially with the bigger artists. Like, <laughs> I know I'm designing your album, but listen to this song. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I feel you. So it was back when you were in school that you started focusing on like graphic design and marketing your music videos and songs you had coming out. Yeah. Yeah. So I went to school. I went to school at Hofstra in okay. New York, and I, to be honest, I I hated school. Like I hated college. Uh, do I regret going? Probably, yeah. Not because of what it means, because I know it means so much to so many people. It just didn't mean that to me. And like, and I feel bad because like my parents paid so much money, like, and all that stuff's like mm-hmm. to go. And like, I worked my whole early life to like get to that point. But like, I just got to a point in high school where I felt like I wasn't learning what I wanted to learn, and I was learning things that I didn't want to learn. And I'm like, I'm getting dumber at the things that I want to be good at, and I'm getting smarter at the things I'm never going to use. So I started devoting less time to school and more time to the things I wanted to learn, music, you know, creative direction, you know, graphic design, like learning how to market on the computer, like things like that. And I was sitting in my classes and I was actually doing some viral marketing for my videos and stuff in college. And like I was getting hits like a couple hundred thousand, you know, millions of hits on my YouTubes, like all, you know, in total. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking, you know, I'm better than, you know, my teacher is at doing some of this stuff or at least explaining it. And so why, you know, they're not going to be able to help me because I'm already doing more than what we're doing in class, you know. And I had a music production class, which I got an A plus in, and I'm not a, I'm not a producer. Yeah, yeah. So it just shows you, you how, e- how exactly, it and it shows you, basics. so they can't teach me anything because yeah. ev- I, you know, I even know the basics of producing. Like, mm-hmm. I can make a beat better than, like, most of the people in that class, but that was because <laughs> the class was just not meant for producers because real producers aren't in that class. No, yeah, you know what I'm saying? They're they've out. been in their bedroom, you know, Exactly. Years, they don't so. need to be taught how to use it. You know, it's just mostly people who just wanted to dabble in, like, things like that. And so, I don't know, just school got so, it became mm-hmm. such a drag. Yeah. Uh, 
and it was so important to the people that are around me, you know, and not important to me. So we kind of drifted, you know, on the levels of what was important and stuff. And LA was calling me, you know, like every day, you know, I I had so many connections out here and so many of the artists were making the jump and like, I got an opportunity and I got offered, you know, a certain opportunity and I was like, I'm out of here. You know, like I got to get out of here. Going to, to like how you were sitting in class and marketing your videos and stuff. Cause that's how I came across you. Yeah. Um, it was like, yeah, 2010, 2011. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and at the time I was, you know, in college yeah. and I was heavy online, always just looking at different artists and yeah. putting my own stuff out. Yeah. And so, um, I don't even, I, it, pretty sure it was just like online somewhere that I stumbled across you. I think it was like, um, you know, this song is sick or like yeah. swaggy or something yeah, like that. Good music all day. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I was always yeah. on the, you know, fresh side. new tracks. Yeah. <laughs> There's so many. Yeah. yeah I remember, um, what is it like snapbacks and yep. stick raps? And yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There, there were so many. So oh, I had, such a fun time. <laughs> I had so many, that's well, frat rap. So yeah. I was at the forefront, which is embarrassing <laughs> no, uh, of the frat rap movement. <laughs> What's crazy though, is all the artists that I came up with, you know, that I started recording with in the beginning. Yeah. G Easy, Mike Stud, know, you know, know all these guys just have gone on to have incredible careers. John Bellion, like all oh these people God. are Love from, John. are literally from the same three states, you know, mm-hmm. the same three, mm-hmm. four colleges. Like we're all, we've all done shows together. Yep. We've all like been at an event, you know, it's so crazy how we all started in that same little genre and just evolved, you mm-hmm. know, like I obviously have not, have nowhere near the careers that some of the guys have, but like just, you're, get, you're on your way though. But just you know crazy I mean? how, you know, one or two people away, yeah. we're all destined for such like crazy cool things, uh-huh. you know? Totally. And um, yeah, so how did you like start learning how to like market yourself like that and get these different blogs to notice you? Cause I mean, like you were saying, just them alone, plus it was, then there still is yeah. hundreds, thousands yeah. of like rappers out there that are like doing, they got good stuff, you know, um, they got good videos cause everybody's got their little team or yeah. whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So how did, were you able to make yourself stand out? So I was lucky in a lot of ways. Um, I was lucky. I met a guy named John Kilmer, uh, who's, yeah. who's like a really, you know, big director, you know, slash media guy now for Mike Stud. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's like on team stud or whatever. And I give him a lot of credit for, you know, filming my early videos pro bono, like just believed in my career, believed in my music and would stay up all night filming my videos and producing for me and recording me and stuff and helped me get into that lane. You know, I met like a couple, you know, people through like Logic's manager and like certain people that just like, you know, started even just from being around them helped my career, you yeah. know, uh, cause it's like these people vouch for you. Obviously you gotta be, have some credibility and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I just, I started, I met him, uh, he kind of introduced me to the blogosphere, you know, like the whole, like, these guys have the keys to your success, basically, at the time. Now it's a little bit different, like, with SoundCloud and, like, Spotify and, like, playlist and, like, different vibes, like, it's changed. Mm -hmm. But back then, it was, like, blogs ran the world, so, like, blogs would... If you had a bad relationship with the blog, your song would never pop. And if you had a great relationship with it, even if the song was terrible, your song would get 100,000 plays just because the the site got so much attention. Mm -hmm. So I really just figured out the people to make relationships with, who to focus time on, who not to. Um, A lot of people, make sure you stay in contact, make sure you don't just keep it on some, you know, 
let me send my music, post it, please make me big. You know, like it would be more of like a friendship thing. Like, hey, how's it going? Oh, I saw the the other post today. Like, you know, like just just building the relationship so it's like I cared about their site more than just post me, you know? And doing that, you know, definitely helps uh, because they start to believe in you and they start to listen to your progress and they're like, you know what, I want to be the blog that is the one that starts to be, like when they search back and everyone's like, where is this guy coming from? They see us and they're like, this group this you know site really messed with him really early on and that always happens yeah. and you and that site normally gets big you know once the person gets big because it's like hey they got kudos to you know finding this artist i would discover so many artists on there yeah um, me too yeah, just like on just different blogs and, me too and yeah. it, it would be so funny because like certain artists would ask for a collab back then and i'm not even gonna put like myself on blast, but I would, <laughs> I would didn't like not deny them, but just yeah. kind of slide it, you know, like, Oh, I missed it. Or like, I didn't see it. And then oh, that yeah, artist yeah. went on to be like absolutely <laughs> massive. So like, yeah. I'm, <laughs> I, if, if I said it on here, they'd be like, what? See, why didn't you do a song? With it? But you know, like, I don't know. It wasn't even the fact that I didn't, I didn't listen, yeah. you know? So yeah, it wasn't yeah. even like, if I had listened, I would have been, Oh yeah, 100%. But I just, sometimes you're getting like a, even, it like the mid-level to low-level where you have people getting plays like you're getting a lot of messages from a lot of people like they, that are like busy, listen to my know. stuff and you're mm-hmm. like i i really did would listen to a lot of people but sometimes i'd miss one and then i i regretted so many like that i'd miss yeah. like but <laughs> it happens and i'm sure a lot of art you know artists have done it to me too and i'm sure one day they'll be like i should have done a song like that <laughs> yeah like damn it i missed that boat mm-hmm. <laughs> nice well do you have a release date for this new project that you got coming out so it's still in the works, but I can give like a, like a, tentative. yeah, tentative date, probably before the end of March. Okay. So like, so probably in the next like three weeks or so, yeah, um, I'm going to, I was originally just wanted to, I'm going to drop, try and drop a video for every song uh, Ooh, on okay. the EP, uh, just to have like some cohesive, like w- each video is going to have like a different vibe. Like on my mm-hmm. way home is like the funny, you know, not funny, but just like fun side, you know, playful type track. Yeah. Then I'm having my dark songs, like which are my, basically I call them like my blue songs. Like basically the songs that are just like low key party next door vibes, like okay. very dark, you know, deep, you know, and mm-hmm. like angry a little bit. Then I have my red songs, which are more like vengeful. Like I'm a little bit more on my cocky, like, you know, can't tell me shit type (laughs) stuff. Um, You fucked up type shit, you know, stuff like that. But um, besides that, um, yeah, I'm trying to do before the end of March, early April at the latest. Um, The videos probably I'm going to be trying to drop another video in the next like two or probably like three weeks or so. Cool. Um, you know uh, which, which song you're gonna pick? Or are you still um, the song? Uh, I'm still deciding, but I think I'm gonna do a track called Reasons. Reasons. Um, and it's like basically the track's just about all the reasons that you hate that your ex. Yeah. <laughs> the whole song is just like basically lighting your I ex on fire. Got a couple songs for you. No. I'm just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so sad. It's basically just like airing out somebody that pissed you off. Yeah. But yeah, I mean the tracks, but it's like reflective as well, and it's just like. I don't know. I want people to listen to his music and be like, wow, okay, so that's where he's been or that's mm-hmm. what he's been going through. Okay, mm-hmm. it makes sense, yeah, you yeah. know? And they'll definitely get to be- get to know me better as an artist once you listen to it. Okay. Um, and so, like, how you were just saying reasons, you know, it's about, like, airing out feelings that, you know, you've had in the mm-hmm. past relationship. Coming back to, like, your songwriting and your process with that, do you think... Um, when you write this stuff down and you're like working through it as a song 
Is that emotionally helping you too? And oh, when that's why I do it. Yeah. Um, so it's crazy. Two years before, like all this has been manifested and stuff like that, I didn't have passion to like write one song, okay. which is like the first time in my life in ten years, like of making music that I couldn't think of lyrics that were any oh, good. Like yeah, I couldn't yeah. like. I was listening to Beats a lot, like, mm -hmm. but I could not find the time, the the effort. Like, it was just too much. Like, not even finishing verses. Like, I have tons of unfinished verses that I wrote during that time that just were not like up to par. And I was like, yeah. "What is wrong with me? Like, am I lost? It like, can I not make music anymore? Yeah, like, what it was happened?" That terrifying feeling. And so I went yeah. through this dark, you know, short time of my life where it was like, well, I wouldn't say short, but like a good six months. And mm -hmm. then after that, like. I woke up one day like low key like a butterfly like not yeah. to sound weird but like just like I out of my cocoon like and, and the songs were just like yeah. they just started fl I was writing one like a day oh damn okay. like and maybe like all, not all of them I recorded because I'd just be extra but like but still, they like, were writing just them, though, was, yeah was a lot you know what I mean exactly and so yeah. they just started flowing and I started nice. meeting new people in my life okay. new you know girls new friends like new things that were inspiring yeah. better music and I'm like so this circle I'm running with in the past like I can't write anything like I feel like like I can't do anything like mm -hmm. I feel like I can't even lay down how I feel yeah to putting out everything and the music and people are loving it you yeah. know and so like I'm like it's great to see people loving you dumping all your shit like mm -hmm. on a track you know like it's all your bs but like people are like oh I love it so it's like people listening to your bs you're like wow okay so maybe I should just keep doing it yeah. so like I'm just gonna keep I mean I can't go wrong you know just putting how I feel on a track it's like if someone doesn't mess with it it's like you weren't feeling that way you yeah. know like I was mm -hmm. so and also, you know, um, even if they're at like a different stage in their life, yeah. like they'll remember a time maybe that exactly, they exactly. You know what I mean? Um, like I said, there's there's tons of your songs that like really resonate with me, and mm -hmm. and I think that's where Which a ones? lot of your fans come from. Um, like Golden, just yeah, being like, yeah. yo, like I'm not uh, super at, like, super rich. Yeah, yeah, and where some of these yeah. people are, but like, yo, I'm not like your chain, but I'm Golden. Me. Yeah, like that. Yeah. you know, that's who I am. Yeah. Like, you know, and that means a lot. That goes back to like the confidence that yeah. you're talking about. And mm -hmm. I mean, you have to have the confidence in yourself and in your work to put something out like that. You know what I mean? You can't just be like yeah. filling half ass and then trying to front like, yeah. which I mean, you can, yeah. you, people do it all the time, mm -hmm. but like you hear the passion in that. And like, there's, cause you're going in yeah. on like what, like three verses, the yep. whole song. Yep. And like I said, there's not just one, uh, verse that like pops because there's a lot of songs like that where it's like oh that one verse is so hard and then the rest is like it's good but it's like yeah you know. so for that song it's kind of funny that you say that because I wrote that first verse and I said to myself there's no way I'm gonna be able to make a better one mm -hmm. like it's it's gonna fall like you know yeah. it's gonna drop off <laughs> it, and so I actually it, it, so I recorded that song I recorded uh, the feature you know Benny and I did him like the second verse or whatever and then I came back to it two months later uh -huh. with that new verse and was like and people were like ah you brought it back up again yeah. so like it was like that song actually took me like a lot of time because I was like I really wanted to make sure like it there was no drop off like the whole song just went hard to the last beat so it's funny that you say that because yeah. that was actually what I was trying to do okay that's what's up well it definitely shows <laughs> and um you guys should check it out for sure um where can they find it's it's uh this is SoundCloud. Jameson yeah. yeah SoundCloud cool yeah SoundCloud um right now yeah that one's only on like SoundCloud yeah it's not up on okay. Spotify um what's up? Mo all my new music though will be Spotify 
Apple right. Music, you know, title like any music streaming service, you'll be able to get it on. All right. Um, I'll be dropping the music video. Um, I'm still waiting to see who we're gonna drop it with. The like, video for Golden. Yeah, oh, I mean nice. the, a video for. Um, or you the mean new, on the, way. Yeah, the new music video. Oh, okay. It's funny. I shot a music video for Golden, but it was not up to par. So <laughs> yeah. Uh, not even like saying like we just couldn't finish it and stuff. Mm-hmm. But it would have been tight to drop it. But yeah. But the, yeah, the new music video is gonna be dropped on like my YouTube channel as well as probably another like blog. Like I'm gonna have like a blog drop it. Okay. Um, I'm still negotiating with like who we're gonna have their content. Mm-hmm. I really want to build with a site, you know. Like yeah. I really want to have a site like that's like my home, you know, place where everybody can go to, where I don't feel the need to go call out a hundred blogs, like you yeah. know, just a few like that are just like we fuck with each other. So are you are you like doing everything yourself, like publishing and? Um, yeah, so I, I'm I'm actually in the middle of like a lot of like decisions that I have to make for my career right now. As far as like pivotal moments, yeah, like yeah. management, I'm working on right now. I'm working on who the team is that I'm basically gonna sign with, or you know, like make responsible for my music moves. You know, yeah. like um, as far up till now, Los Angeles has been completely independent with That's me. I've been putting all the art direction all the song content all the like no co-writers or anything like every word yeah every word of the track is every song i've wrote completely myself (laughs) that's why there's minimal features because like it's just me verse 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 chord you know like i'm just like this is this project is about jameson you know like Mm -hmm. about me and like you're gonna listen to it and be like and listen to my old stuff and be like wow he was like a really happy kid and you're listening to this one i'm like okay wow he's just went through some serious shit you know (laughs) but like you said that's the transition from yeah solo a boy to jameson the man yep exactly and you're gonna Mm -hmm. hear it for sure okay and i also think with a project like this like it's good to to do it, you know, all written like yourself because it is such a personal kind of thing. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah, I wouldn't have had. It's not like a party album where you can bring in like mm-hmm. four different writers or yeah. you know have a bunch of different features because all you're about is like just turning up. Which yeah. those are fun albums. Yeah, and, you know, those do a lot too. But yeah, absolutely. Um, I that's what was my problem like early on in my career. I was always trying to make a party song. Like yeah. I was always trying to make that song that everybody played. Like. And it went, and I made a couple like that a lot of people played at parties and it was like really popping and stuff. Like my old ones, like moving out and like, ah uh-huh. oh, man, I can't even think back. It was so long ago, but. What was it Mama said? Yeah, there's <laughs> Which, just. That one's cool because you're also like, yo, like this is what I'm trying to do and I'm yeah. trying to make it. And like, yeah. I know you think I'm on some bullshit right now. Yeah, but, uh, exactly. But it still like had like, you know, up vibes. Cause that, song's, like, that song was actually like so true. Like, cause like it's so hard becoming like a big, like, like an artist and like, you still have your mom like telling you what to do you know <laughs> yeah. like so like my mom still texts me now like you know um you need to like send me money for your brother's birthday you know like, yeah, you need yeah. to do like you need to do this or you know you have to uh you know make sure you mail a card for someone's birthday of you course. know like just like little things like that and i'm <laughs> like i'm trying to be a rapper mom you know like you know, <laughs> come, exactly <laughs> but play my room later <laughs> exactly so when i made that song i as I, like i'm sitting in my parents house you know and i'm like sitting in my bedroom in the summer and i just remember so like, like my mom come out and do some shit lecture like, me on doing like laundry or whatever it was get a job you know yeah. like <laughs> things like that Mm-hmm. Um, but my, I always slid out of that because like between the music and the graphics, like I always made enough that it was like more than a minimum wage job. So yeah. my mom really couldn't say much, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. So I would always, I always finesse my way out of like doing physical work and trying <laughs> to use my brain instead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Um, and well, talking about like your parents and stuff and coming up, how were they when you decided and when you said, yo, like 
I'm about to step away from school and I think I'm really going to pursue this even more than I already have been because, it, and then also coming out to LA, like, yeah, I'm sh- like, how was that? So my parents were not, they did not want me to drop out of school. I'm sure. uh, they wanted me to graduate. Yeah. They not even on some negative shit. Um, they just, you know, wanted me to get an education just because I had got, you know, already gone to school for three and a half years. Like what, what's the point of spending all that money and time? Oh, shit. You know, yeah, like, you were like far along. Yeah. Okay. So I just, I don't know. We both had had enough of like distress, you know, like I couldn't do like what they, you know, wanted me to do grades wise. And mm-hmm. like, I just wasn't happy in the major, like nothing. I, I just, and at the time I also went through like a breakup. Like I was like dating my high school sweetheart at the time. Like, so like I broke up with her. Yeah. And so, I don't know. I just was like, I can't do this anymore. And this opportunity presented itself. So it was like, if that opportunity hadn't arose, like maybe I'd stay, you know, yeah. or like worked yeah. it out. But yeah, so they weren't really down with me dropping out. Uh, but they agreed with it, you yeah. know, like they were like, okay, like we understand, but then you need to work. And yeah, I'm like, well, like a positive so I'm like, like well, I'm going on tour, work? you know, I'm going to go to do this. I'm going to move to LA and <laughs> I had money, you know? So mm-hmm. I was like, okay. Um, so I, yeah. And they support, my parents have always supported me like in everything they do. They just, yeah. they just, um, Want sometimes, the best, like, yeah, yeah, they just yeah. sometimes had a different vision mm-hmm. of, of the success, you know? And that's like, but now, you mm-hmm. know, now they believe like completely in, you know, what I'm doing yeah. and stuff like that. In high school, when your son, I, I trust me, like, <laughs> even me is 15, 16. He's telling you I'm going to be a rap star and he's in a class of like 100 kids in like the middle of Long Island, New York. Like you're like, yeah, you know, like when your entire family, no one's even made music before. Yeah, like, yeah. Okay. It's not even like I had a, an in, you know, yeah. like it was like I literally just decided one day I was going to be a rapper from watching TV. And okay. then. But it's crazy and surreal then, you know, a few years later, I'm on flights, you know, catching flights and I'm on tour buses and I'm performing for thousands of people. I've shared the stage with ASAP Rocky, like all these people. And I'm like, wow, yeah, like, (laughs) wow, Jake Miller. I'm like, wow, like I've actually like done something Mm -hmm. and no one ever thought that I would ever do anything like that. So it's kind of like. It makes me think like I've gotten 95% of the way there because 95% of people don't even do that. Mm-hmm. So like, really, should I just give up at this 5%? Like <laughs> like when I was going through my hard times or do I just push to this one last time like as who I am and see it, watch it pop? And the music is like reflecting that. So I'm just excited. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of being like a 15 year old kid and being like, listen, I'm sure you're listening to a bunch of different stuff. You're loving it. Mm-hmm. And you're, you're looking at this and you're like, this is something I, I want to do. Yeah. Um, how were you able to like find your, you know, find your voice and start writing? And what was that process like? Especially because you said coming from like really no one in your family is doing yeah. music. And so it started in a nutshell, like in really quick terms, because it's like kind of a story. Like I basically I yeah. started a rap group listening to rap with my friends, and I thought, hey, let me try this. It That's was just legit. like so we started a group, and they kicked what was me your out. Group name? Uh, they were called we were called the Satin Six. <laughs> okay. And so you. it was like we were smooth like satin, and yeah. so it was I was the only white boy in the group. It was and six of you. Yeah. That's a fat group. Yeah. <laughs> That's and so we shit. would do bars like on every track, like almost like Dipset. Like okay. that's what we were trying All to right. do, like something like that. And so. They basically told us after like one song that I was trash and oh, like that shit. I was bad and like kids at school were like, oh, you're whack, like yeah. stop. And so oh. I was, I got low key like hurt and I'm like, all right, all right, like I'll show you. Yeah. So I literally told my mom, like, buy a mic for my birthday, like, please, like a real one. Like yeah, they're yeah. messing with like 
this crap. Like, give me a real one. I'm gonna learn how to use it. I disappeared because it was off season for my sports. Like, I wasn't playing a season of sports, so like that was normally the time, like in the winter, that I was gonna like work on stuff. Yeah. And so I started recording by myself rather with them. Mm -hmm. And the inspiration for most music for boys, I think, is girls always. Yeah. You know, like so <laughs> I I started writing songs for girls I liked. Uh -huh. um, I've written, <laughs> I've probably written a song for like, every girl I've liked. You know, <laughs> yeah. whether they know or not, uh -huh. maybe not. But um, yeah, and so I started doing that, and I started sending them to them, and then the girls started telling me like, "Oh my God, these are so good. You should put these out." And oh, that's, so you, at that point you weren't even putting them no, out. No, 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 no. Okay. So I was making them, but I was just sending them to like to the girl like yeah, I was talking yeah. to I wasn't showing any of my friends or nothing like that but then low key they started getting okay like they started uh -huh. getting all right and I found my voice and I was like going through puberty so my voice dropped so okay. I didn't sound as like kitty you mm -hmm. know and so yeah like around 15 like I so after like six months of practicing my friends came around and were like yeah so-and-so showed us that song that you <laughs> sent her like it's really good like yeah. yo let's do something you know like, let's work and I'm like by then, I'd come up with the moniker Solo because okay. I went solo out of the group. Oh, so that's how, so that that's how the name came okay. to be. Yeah. Right. And now, and Solo was like my nickname, and everybody called it to me. But we changed it to Pat Solo because if you Google Solo, like it's just like Solo. There's oh, guitar yeah, solo. There's, there's piano okay. solo. There's a million things. So Pat Solo really was like you know the yeah. name name, but people still called me just Solo. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so that's kind of how that came to be, and. Uh, yeah, and then I wound up making music uh, with one of my best friends, Malcolm. Uh, he and me made music like after that. We were kind of in a group, a duo, just me and him before I did, uh, before I went to college. So the project Gosh, before I dropped Out of the Ordinary, which is my freshman year of college, which was like moving out and all those songs, mm -hmm. I dropped a project. Uh, I was in a group called the Sub City Flow Boys, which, oh God, that name's <laughs> still like cringe, man. Like, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we, we did that and uh, he moved away and stuff. So we, we, I went to college and like we couldn't like make music on a consistent basis. So I just went back to like doing my own stuff. Gotcha. But um, but yeah, so it, it's crazy. That's how that name came to be, and like then I was Pat Solo for for like seven years, yeah. like six years, and I did a lot of cool things as Pat Solo. But I want to top it all with like what I'm about to do now, no, for I sure. Yeah, um, I mean that just shows right there. That's like your own little like Michael Jordan type shit. You know yeah, what I mean? getting cut from the team and like yeah, like yo, I'm still out here doing it. It's exactly. Like, I love it you honestly, know? and that's why when people say, um explain how you started and I say um to actually show and prove rather than the love of the music like it okay. wasn't like I didn't love music when I started mm -hmm. I did it to purely like prove them wrong yeah and in the process I fell in love with the process of making music and mm -hmm. I was like you know what after I proved them wrong I'm like I'm not stopping like, this is fun like <laughs> yeah, I love, yeah, it. You love it and so that's why I kept going and then it's so funny that they all said like you were the one that we all said was black blah 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 none of them make music you know yeah. at all mm -hmm. you know like not on a not on the level like like and not even really hating, yeah. Pursue it, they not even hating. They just fun, like they like, life took them in other directions and mm -hmm. stuff like that. And so, and I wound up being like in my school. Like people used to make fun of me, like, "Oh yeah, you're gonna be a rapper." Oh yeah, yeah sure. <laughs> and like it's like I'm. The, I went out to L.A. Like I went on tour. Like I actually did like stuff that nobody thought I ever was gonna do. So it's kind of like nice proving people wrong, like mm -hmm. somehow. And it shows a lot about you having that um persistence and, oh yeah you, know, you can't care about what anybody says youtube comments like comments on facebook like all those things like a oh, lot of artists get so a whole nother story oh, but it's tough like yeah it's tough you know going to like school or something like that uh, and 
so many statuses so many statuses tagged me so many people tagged me or like you are whack like and they would say things like that and i just not ignore Mm -hmm. i had a couple of rap battles that i had to prove my little like lyricism but i they were successful (laughs) (laughs) and people were like i earned my respect Mm -hmm. uh and if you ask anybody like now and you like played my music or like even for people that i went to high school with i guarantee you they'd be like wow yeah he got way way better (laughs) real quick i just want to ask you just like some random questions yeah for sure if you had a playlist yeah had to be the same playlist for the rest of your life only five songs what are you what are you bumping I'm really finicky. Like I change my favorite songs like every I week, know, you know, like one. every week. But I, I don't know if like you notice, but on social media, I post like songs all the time. Like yeah. I share music. Like I love to share it. Like if you don't know this artist, listen to it. So Which, uh, being an artist yourself, yeah, um, and like on the come up yourself, yeah, that's, like that's really dope. Oh, I, have, I, I and I only post that artists shit. that I respect. You well, know, no, like, of course, but still, yeah, even that fact, like you know, a lot of yeah. people don't want to do that because they're like, oh, I want. All, all around me, yeah, yeah. Oh no, I'm not like that at all. I respect like other artists so much, and so if I had a playlist, uh, probably it's gonna be have Drake on it. Like okay. so, right now I probably play God's Plan. I I love that song since before. Yeah, <laughs> before before it was like huge. Like even yeah, the yeah. day it came out, I was obsessed <laughs> with it. Like the line like that everyone said, "Only love my bed and my mama." Like I love that song. Like before I even heard anybody post it, that was my favorite line in the song. Like yeah. so, I definitely and I've been fucking with Drake since I was like 14. Mm-hmm. So like I've always liked like his music. So yeah. him. I probably I don't know if I have a song in particular, but Mark Basie would definitely be on there. Marky Basie, yeah. like from the Bay, like he's one of my favorite like songwriters slash artists right now. He's really dope. Like, yeah, check him out. Um, a show he did in Seattle. Oh yeah, yeah he's, he's so he's, he's like, fire. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, he's fire. Um, Basie, Drake. Um, I love Black Bear. So Ooh, probably right. like definitely like anything off the Cybersex EP. Like you know that that album was so sick. Like every song, mm-hmm. you know. So mm-hmm. basically any song on that. Um, I don't know if I could pick the particular song, like maybe yeah. like Down For You with T-Pain. Like I like Ooh, a right. lot of like a lot of songs on that album. And then probably, let me check my Spotify. So wait, actually. where are we at? We're at Drake. We're Drake, Basie, Black Bear. Uh, and so then, hmm, I probably play, hmm, probably, I've been messing with, I like Kyle. A lot. Ooh, I love so Kyle. Uh, yeah. Kyle. Like, is like the music that I listen to. I get my. I'm. I'm just like Kyle. So uh-huh. like, I want to. I rap. I do hip hop. Like, I do all that stuff. But like, underneath, I still play video games. Like, <laughs> yeah. I still watch cartoons. Yeah. I still am corny as fuck sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, I can be goofball. Well, snacks and Nintendo. Yeah, <laughs> like I do all that. So me and mm-hmm. like I reflect with Kyle like on my inner child stuff. Like we definitely like I like I haven't met him, but mm-hmm. like if we met, like we'd vibe so hard because like I'm exactly the same. Way. I'm obsessed with anime like I like just a lot of stuff that he like is like into mm-hmm. um, so I really I mess with his music a lot and then probably the only other uh, I've been listening to Ansel Elgort do you know like the kid from oh, yeah. so yeah so I've yeah, been dude. so I've been bumping his music like he's I had no really idea dope he was yeah yeah because uh, I mean I would like follow him online I'd say I'm like just playing yeah. piano and yeah. doing covers and I was yeah. like oh that's cool like he's musically talented he's too. really dope I didn't know he was like gonna start dropping his yeah. own stuff yeah and it's yeah. like on some hip hop it like, is yeah he's got Logic on the album well, Logic like, <laughs> I think he's producing it yeah, yeah so yeah so I've been bumping a lot of his stuff too yeah so I probably right now that's a friend of mine and she was like 
when did this happen? Like, what? Exactly. I, I keep saying, I, and, and like, people don't even know his name, like Ansel. So I'm like, uh -huh. hey, you know the guy from Fault in Our Stars? And yeah. they're like, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, that dude makes fire in. music. Like, yeah. fire music. Mm -hmm. And That's he can rap up. a little bit. Like, he definitely is fire. I'd love to work with him. That'd be cool. All right. Awesome. Well, again, thank you so much, Jameson. Yeah, no problem. Um, really excited to have you part of the Blueprint. Yeah, um, for sure. Wonderful insight. And like I said, we're definitely going to keep our eyes out for all the new stuff you got coming up. I'll add links to everything. Anything uh, else you want to, like, shout out really quick? Uh, yeah, just shout out to everybody that believed in me during the time that, you know, I was down on myself. And shout out to all the real ones, you know, like yeah. the people that stuck, you know, through it and dealt with some of the bullshit decisions I was making. <laughs> Word. All right, we're out. That's the blueprint. Peace. That's it for this week. And if you enjoyed the show, please leave us a five-star review. And come back next Thursday for another dose of The Blueprint. You can find it on SoundCloud or Apple Podcasts. And be sure to comment and give me feedback on what you thought of the very first episode. If you enjoyed, leave a five-star review. I'd really appreciate it. Also, head over to BritWills.com to check out exclusive one-take performances from artists I bring into the studio every week. Again, tune in with us next Thursday for another dose of the blueprint.